Alright guys, welcome back to the Rally Boys. Doing it big and ballsy. Pat, how we doing? Doing good, Liam. Just hanging out, you know, chilling in quarantine. Guys, we got some big freaking news for you this week. We already know, you know, last week we didn't get any episodes up. We've been traveling the state, guys. We've been all over the place, getting back to our hometown, New Buffalo, Michigan. Great place to live, great place to stay. We're here for the summer, just banging out content. That's how we roll. But anyway, guys, we're back at it, and we're back at it with big news. We're going to start with the biggest news of the week. Conor McGregor, my boy. I'm a big McGregor guy. Retiring now. Over Twitter, he's like, guys, uh, I'm decided to retire. The game's boring me. All this stuff. Pat, what are your thoughts on the McGregor retirement? He's and- not really retiring. He'll be back in like a month, three weeks. Because he's retired three times already, and every time he just comes back like a month later. This is my problem with it, Pat. This is my problem with Conor McGregor. And I don't have very many. Here's the deal. This man, I'm a big fan. And he does this to me every freaking year. He's telling me he's going to retire. He's retired last year. He's retired the year before that. He's always like, oh, oh, the game's boring me. There's nothing left for me. When he's doing it now, it just doesn't make any sense. He's got fights everywhere he could take. He has the Masvidal fight. He was he could have taken the Usman fight possibly. Waited for the lightweight belt fight. He could have fought Gaethje, Namagamadoff. He's got so many fights. He's even got fights with Floyd Mayweather. Are you nuts? This man, I don't know what he's thinking. He's got all the opportunity in the world right now, and he's gonna retire. But I, I'm agreeing with you, Pat. It's for publicity, Pat. What are your thoughts? Do you think who do you think he's gonna fight next? He's probably gonna end up fighting. Um, let me think. He could fight Justin Gaethje. He could fight. There's a lot of fights he could take. He could wait and take a Khabib fight. If Khabib wants to fight, because it seems like he never wants to fight, he go for round three. Um, fight number three with Nate Diaz the trilogy. If I I see him taking the Nate Diaz fight next, then possibly moving on to taking on Khabib or Justin Gaethje. It just depends on how Conor McGregor is feeling and what he wants to do. Which he's kind of a he's kind of a loose cannon, so who knows? Yeah, Pat. You know what you're hearing from Dana White this week. Apparently, he could have taken the fight when Nurmaga made off, uh, bailed out of the one uh, of two forty nine against Gaethje. He uh, he could have taken it, and he told Dana, "I'm not a replacement fighter. I'm not doing that. You know, I only want big cards. I want the pay per view. I want to be the main event from the beginning." He wasn't trying to be a replacement fighter. So, Pat, I agree. He's got to fight. I think he's got to fight Nate Diaz or uh, or even Adesanya. I mean, no, not Adesanya. Anderson Silva has been talking about, you know. the Ander- Anderson Silva would be a bad fight for him to take. No, there, there's no point in fighting Anderson Silva. Like, why would you fight him? Yeah, I know. He's old as hell. He's a retired fighter. He loses all the time. So, you know, if he's going to do that, it'd be a tune-up fight for him. Uh, because the infamous GOAT listing that he put on Twitter where he had Anderson Silva as the GOAT. So that kind of fight started swirling around, I guess. It just doesn't make any sense. But speaking of UFC, we got Usman versus Burns now. Now, Burns, if you don't remember, had just won the big fight against Tyron Woodley, the number one contender. Tyron Woodley never wants to fight any freaking, never wants to fight for the title, never wants to fight anyone. He's always bailing out. So he fought this Burns guy thinking he was going to get a freaking amazing win. Ended up getting KO'd. He looked like trash in that fight. Burns absolutely dismantled him. Now he's going to fight the champ, Usman. Pat, do you think Burns deserves this fight? 
Or should it go to a guy like Jorge Masvidal, one knockout of the year last year, an absolute monster beast? Do you think it should have gone to Masvidal or should it have gone to Burns? I think Burns deserved it more, but Jorge Masvidal would have been a better fight, a better card. But I think you got to give this one to Burns. He's had, he's had a good past couple of months fighting-wise, so I got some faith in him. Patrick, you must have lost your mind. Did you not see Jorge Masvidal knee right to the head of Ben Askren? Knocked him Doesn't out mean anything. in 15 seconds? This man is a cold son of a gun, man. He went and knocked out Nate Diaz for the BMF belt. He's supposedly the baddest mother effer in the whole UFC, according to his belt. This guy is a bad man. And you're going to give the fight to a guy like Gilbert Burns, who just beat Tyron Woodley. Not to trash Liam, Liam, you need to listen now, okay? Jorge Masvidal does not deserve the fight. Burns deserves the fight. That's why it was given to him. Okay, Liam? You don't need to go on a tangent telling me how I smoke crack because you can't handle the fact that Jorge Masvidal might not be fighting. You don't even like Jorge Masvidal. I don't know why you're going off on such a tangent right now. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Pat needs to relax. Dude, you need to relax. You're the one who started yelling at me. Listen to me. Listen to me, Pat. Shut up, Liam. I haven't heard of Gilbert Burns since he beat Tyrell Woodley. I haven't heard anything about him. This man needs to win some more fights before we're going to go give him well, a title shot. He has to have more fights, so that's why they're giving him the fight, Liam. He did pretty good against, uh, against Tyron Woodley, so they're going to give him another chance. The problem with Jorge Masvidal, Pat, the man is always crying and complaining about money. This man's been in the UFC for so long, and honestly, I'm not a big Jorge Masvidal guy. I think he should have gotten the title shot, but I'm not a huge fan. He's been in the UFC forever. This past two years, he's basically made a name for himself. He was trash before then. So, I, honestly, I think he should have gotten the fight. I think he needs to stop complaining about the money. Take what he's got. He's already got one of the biggest names in the UFC wanting to fight him. He's one of the top superstars in the UFC. He needs to take that fight. Or he needs to fight Conor McGregor. Those are his two fights. He either fights Usman or he fights Conor McGregor. No one wants to see him fight Nate Diaz again. That was a terrible card. He, they stopped the fight. It sucked. So, honestly, either fights Conor McGregor or fights Usman. I say he fights Usman before he fights McGregor. That's just my opinion, though. I think it'll be a better fight and it'll be a better card because McGregor would probably kill him. The McMansion, Conor McGregor. McGregor. That man will mess him up. Pat, let's talk sports really quick. We got NBA is officially back. Starting in July, late July, coming back. You got the the teams on the bubble like uh, Pelicans. What else? The Suns, right? And a, yeah. and a handful of others. You know they're gonna fight it out to get into that playoff spot. The teams that aren't playing, I think, are the Kings, the Bulls, the Knicks, the Warriors, and the Warriors. Yeah, just some the really bad teams. I mean, the Bulls aren't bad. Just their coaching's terrible, and their front office is garbage. They they, they made some changes though, and that's good. Who do you think, Pat? Who do you think is the dark horse in the in the NBA playoff spectrum? Right Pelicans, now? easily. Zion Williamson wasn't with them for the majority of the season. He comes back and they're winning games like crazy. Like this chemistry with his teammates is insane. I think whoever plays them in the first round better be worried because I young um, Zion Williamson is someone to be feared. I think he's young LeBron. Okay, okay, I'm gonna agree with you on the Pelicans, but I'm not gonna agree with you because. 
of Zion Williamson. When you say Lonzo? I'm going to repeat what my man Bavar Ball said. You know what he said. I do know what he said. Zion Williamson isn't that good of a player when he's not playing with Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball, the Triple Bs, he carries that team. He does the chemistry. He calls the plays. He knows what he's doing. He's going to lead that team to the NBA Finals, Pat. The Pelicans are a nasty team. They are ready to ball out. Who else they got? Lonzo, Zion. Uh, who's the guy? other guy from the Lakers they got? Josh Hart. Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram. Ingram. They got J.J. Redick, too? They have J.J. Redick. J.J. Redick. And they have Jackson Hayes. And um, who else was it? They have one more guy who's pretty good. I mean, Shoot. Yeah, overall. Julia Locafor. These men are nasty men, dude. These guys are going to mess teams Their up. Their only issue is on the defensive side of the ball. other than Because other than Lonzo, they don't have any really great defenders. Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson is an amazing defender. He's, he's blocking. A, he's shots. okay. He can block some shots, but he's not that quick on his feet like other like other small forwards and power forwards in the league. So he's a solid defender, but he's not anything great. He's not amazing on the defensive end. You can't even deny that, Liam. I mean, if you look at his stats defensively, it's not amazing. Did you just say Zion Williamson isn't quick on his feet? Have you seen? He's not. Man? Dude, he's. Have you seen him? He's explosive, but he's not quick on his feet on the defensive end. It's, a, it's, a, it's two different things, Liam. Have you seen him? I've turn seen around, him play, Liam. Turn around when a guy blows past him, oh tries to let bam, smack that thing off the glass. That man lets him blow past him. He Liam, gets sports let's say, let's say he gets matched up on a LeBron James type player or a Kawhi Leonard or a Paul George. He can't guard Paul George or LeBron James because they're faster than him. So they're going to blow right by him and dunk it because they're, they're almost as explosive as Zion Williamson. So unless he's guarding, unless he's guarding some slow like Ryan Anderson type power forward, or he's guarding a tiny little guard, he's not just gonna rise up every time and block it off the glass. Did you seriously just use Paul George as an example when someone's guarding him? Yes, when Paul I, George was an MVP candidate like a year and a half ago, Liam. Paul George. Yes, Paul George. The most overrated. Not overrated. He's been the the Clippers rest their players. He hasn't even been playing for the majority of the season. Paul George, Pat. Yes, yes, Paul George. This man makes very little impact. With He's averaging like 26 points per game, Liam. How okay. is that very... I'd like to see you average 26 points per game. Then you can tell me about how little of an impact 26 points per game is. That's that's near MVP caliber play. And he's one of the best defensive players in the league. Okay, Pat. Okay, Pat. Don't ever talk about my basketball career. The average 26 points, Liam. Let me tell you a little something. Let me tell you a little something. Maybe you must have forgotten what, during this quarantine. A couple years ago, Liam was playing in the Moraine Valley Co-Ed Basketball League. Guess what? Three-time top two team in the league. Had the best record, record for four seasons in a row. One-time three-on-three champion. Liam averaged 30 points a game in MVC Church Basketball. Okay. Liam played my team maybe four times, and I only showed up for those games. And I beat his team every single time. Every other team he played, was, was the majority of them were under the age of 13, and they were all under like five feet tall. So Liam was basically just taking layups every play, and he was, it, wasn't, it wasn't much competition. Patrick. I beat your team every time, Liam. I don't know why you're bragging about okay, this. Okay, Patrick. 
you're forgetting you had Alyssa and Emma. And those guys, those girls were deadly from the three-point line. Liam, I led my team in scoring they, they and were, blocks and rebounds. They were deadly. I, and I, no, not assists because I don't pass. Yeah, exactly. That's why everyone hated you on that team. Dude, I was winning my team games. I, you had freaking You out. weren't winning your team games. You had um, you had a bunch of guys. Like you had like four um, four high school seniors, all dudes. Okay, Pat. Okay, Pat. I didn't have any shooters like you had on your team. Okay, you guys could just pull up from freaking half court range. Like, we didn't have shooters. I'm on Alyssa. Oh my god. Yes, they could. They could not. Those girls could freaking shoot, dude. Oh my they were deadly. God. But Pat, let's move on to football a little bit. We're gonna switch it up to football. Philip Rivers. This man just sent a one year contract. With the Indianapolis Colts, I kind of like that move by him. $25 million for one year. Phillip Rivers, apparently, he's so ticked that people are saying that his prime is over. He's uh, he's terrible, all this stuff. He's pissed off. He's ready to show him who's boss. Pat, what do you think about Phillip Rivers? Do you think he's a solid quarterback, or is he on his way out? Phillip Rivers is still a good quarterback. Like, two or three years ago, the Chargers were, what, like 12-4? and four? They were like thirteen and three. They had a great season. That was like two years ago. He had one bad. He had one average year, not even bad. One one maybe slightly average year. And people are saying he's on his way out. I'm, I I guarantee he's gonna come back with the Colts. The Colts offensive line is too good, and their offense is too good, and their defense is the defense is solid too. So I got faith in that Colts team. Okay, Pat. Okay, Pat. Um, what you said about Philip Rivers being a solid quarterback in the league now is just nonsense. Okay, the man can't run. He he throws all right. I mean, his accuracy is okay. He can't throw the deep ball like he used to. This man had weapons around him like Melvin Gordon over at the Chargers. By that logic, Liam, Tom Brady's overrated too. Okay, there's no comparison with TB12. If you're, Tom Brady can't run either, and he can throw all right. But and he had tons of weapons in New in New England. So what you're saying right now is that Tom Brady is not good. What weapons? Say it, say it, Liam. Then I will take you your you what you're saying as fact on Philip Rivers. If you say Tom Brady is overrated, say it right now. Absolutely not. Well and then then, 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 then Philip Rivers isn't bad. Are you gonna let me talk? Are you gonna let me talk? You sure, should, Liam, talk. You talk over Because you can't really defend this. Here's the deal, Pat, with Tom Brady. And we talk about this every freaking week. You bring this up. And I'm going to tell you what I tell you every freaking week. Here's the deal with Tom Brady. He had no weapons in New England. And he carried him to a Super Bowl. All he had was Rob Gronkowski. Okay. And Julian Edelman. Okay. And Sony Michelle. Don't talk about Julian Edelman. And Sony Michelle. Okay. Last year with Julian Edelman. And a very good defense. Shut up, Pat. Let me talk. They had the best defense in the freaking league last year. And guess what? They couldn't win any games. And it wasn't Tom Brady's fault. He had no one to throw to. Rob Gronkowski's gone. You got Julian Edelman who's on his way out. He's old as hell. You got no one who can run the correct routes. Now you're talking about a guy who's in Tampa Bay. Mike Evans, Tom Brady and Mike Evans, Rob Gronkowski, Solid O-line. They drafted some great O-line this year. They got a solid defense. This is the team of the future, Pat. Tom Brady's taking them to the Super Bowl. Guaranteed. It's going to be a nasty year. Tampa Bay all the way. Tampa. Rob Gorkowski has been retired for two years, Liam. Stop living in the past. 
I mean, you have Mike Jones. Mike Jones is very good. He's very talented. But other than that, who do you really have? Mike Jones. Mike Evans. Mike what, Evans. What the hell are you That's talking about? That's my bad. About? It's the NFL has been. It's been a while. So Mike. Yeah, Mike Evans is very good. I will give Mike Evans props. But Tom Brady is old. He doesn't have Bill Belichick, and he has an old Rob Gronkowski who's been retired for two years. I see that team going nine and seven. Pat, I'm gonna correct my statement. I just said. I said Tampa Bay is going to the Super Bowl. Okay, I'm gonna correct it for a minute. I don't see Tampa Bay making it to the Super Bowl, and here's why. You just said Tampa Bay was going to the Super Bowl three seconds ago, Liam. Then you looked up something on your computer and was like, No. Oh, no, that was a stupid thing to say. No, no. Yes, he has his computer in front of him right now. And he just started typing, Are the Buccaneers good? And I guess he found out that they're bad. Here's the deal, Pat, and here's why I'm saying this. You got another team, another beautiful team coming out of the Windy City. The Chicago Bears. These men are bad dudes, and they're ready to go to the Super Bowl. And here's why. Freaking Mitchell Trubisky is going to have his best year yet. Because if he does not, Nick Foles is taking his job. He won't even be starting by week by week four. He will be on the bench. And they are going to run Mitchell Trubisky out of town if he doesn't play well. Patrick all we need is Mitch Trubisky to give the ball to one of our all-star receivers. We have got receivers left and right who can take it down the field and get touchdowns. We got Tariq Cohen, who is nasty in the punt returns. We got a defense led by Khalil Mack. These guys are nasty dudes. Freaking de- they are going to blow up the NFL season next year. Bears lost some players in free agency too, though, Liam. They lost some safeties. Like Lost who? some core like members of their defense. Like who? Like who? Like who? who do you think? Oh, wait. what's it? What was the name of the guy? Clinton. Haha, Clinton Dix. He's gone. They lost him. They lost Okay. Yeah, and then they lost, Um, what's his name? They lost another safety who he was pretty good. They lost him too. Okay, he lost him to free they agency. They still have Allen Robinson on the do- offense. Yeah, but the, the defense Cohen. got worse over free agency. The offense might have gotten a little bit better, but the defense got worse, which is not good. Uh, Khalil Mack. Uh, you got the guy they drafted a few years ago out of Ohio. Uh, what's his name? What's his name out of Ohio? You, you I don't know. Yeah, the, they got Patrick. They got probably four or five solid defense. They picked up a tight end from Notre Dame this year. Is the quite possibly the best. I said the offense got better. I, poss- I said the defense got worse. Okay, Pat. We had a solid defense last year, and we guess what? We still sucked. So here's the defense, deal. The defense wasn't good last year. The defense stopped trying after like week nine. Uh, no, that's because we had a lot of injuries on our defense, you sure. idiot. But, sure. But here's the deal. These guys are ready to take off. I don't care what you say. Okay, you got Lamar J- Action Jackson over in Baltimore. You do got Patty Mahomes over in Kansas City. But here's the deal, Pat. These guys in Chicago are like the bad boy Pistons. These are the 85 Bears reincarnated. They're ready to take over the league. They don't need these big-name players running the league like Patty Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Tom Brady. We don't need them. We just need solid players who can move the sticks, get the ball down the field, and score touchdowns, Pat. That's all we need. You can say that all you want, Liam, but they're not going to the Super Bowl. They are not making the Super Bowl. I guarantee it. They might, they might make the playoffs. The playoffs are even a question mark at this point. Like that's how that's how bad this team was last year. They were terrible last year. You might be the fakest fan. Yeah, I'm not. I'm a fan. I hope they do well. But the chemistry was not there last year. The defense gave up. 
and the offense looked terrible. Unless Nick Foles can come in there and do something, I, I've lost all faith in Mitch Trubisky. You are the fakest fan in the world, Pat. That's all I got to say. Mitch Trubisky's going to give, I mean, no, Nick Foles going to give Mitch a run for his money. Mitch is going to run the ball out this year. He's going to toss it downfield. He's got to stop looking at his receivers, though. The guys he knows he's going to pass to, he looks at them from the snap which is dumb as hell because he gets picked off every time. He better stop that, and if he does, he's going to be a deadly quarterback, and the Bears are going to the Super Bowl, Pat. Bears are not making the Super Bowl. I mean, maybe they, maybe they'll make, like, maybe they'll win their division in the NFC. Maybe they'll win their division. Hopefully. You're full of crap, Pat. They're good. They're going to be insane next year. Well, guys, another awesome episode from the Rally Boys. We did it big and ballsy, guys, as usual. Here's the deal, guys. Last day for merch is Friday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. We stopped the merch drop. Guys, make sure you cop your t-shirts. They're awesome. Get the June drop. Big and ballsy merch, guys. They're awesome. Blow it up. Guys, we love you, Rally Nation. We'll be back with you this weekend for a YouTube video. Thanks, guys.